Welcome, Welcome to, to Arcade, Arcade Attack. Attack. Player, Player one, one, please press start. Gentlemen, start your engines. Player two has now entered the game. Player three, choose your weapon. Hello listeners, welcome to the Arcade Attack podcast. Uh, my name is Dylan. I'm joined by my good friends Keith. Hello. And Adrian. Hello. So why have I brought you here today? Could there be an epidemic around? I think that could be a possibility. Could there be an epidemic that's turning people into flesh-eating zombies? Ooh. <gasps> Zombies or walkers? They're zombies. 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 (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to talk today about my favourite game. Is it zombies in this series? (laughs) Sorry. Do you guys want to name any zombie franchises? (laughs) Zombies at my neighbours. That's that's a great Uh, franchise. uh, Were there any others from back then, before this one? uh, Mm. Really? Was there Dead Rising? Does that count? Was this around then? Uh, no, this was not back then. Oh, no, no, there's been some like, um, like early 2000... I couldn't even go back to early 2000s, 1990s. No? I suppose there's one big... There's big one, one big one, okay. There's can one big I say one. it? Can I say it? You can say it. Resident Evil. Resident oh. Evil. Yeah. So, which is my... So there's been quite a lot of Resident Evil games. There's been a, a bit of few. Do you guys want to have, have a punt at how many there are? See, I so there's... this is all including the... Stupid first-person yeah. shooter games. Bear in yeah. mind, I haven't actually looked this up. I just oh, I think it's a, yeah, I think it's a trick question. Yeah, just that again. Sixty-four. <laughs> no, no, Resident Evil, Resident Evil Two, Resident Evil Three, Nemesis, Code Veronica, Four, Gun Survivor, or whatever oh, it's called. Oh, yeah, those ones. Yeah, Four, Five, Six, Seven. Yeah. Then there's Revelations, Revelations yeah. Two. Um. There's some others. You look there's about like 15. Umbrella Chronicles. Yeah, there's a few. Mm. Wasn't there Resident Evil 64 on the N64? There's Resident Evil. Oh, Resident Evil. Well, well, it's funny you should say that. <laughs> because my favourite in the series is Resident Evil 2. Boom, boom, boom. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I said it. I said this to Keith as he was walking out of the room. Earlier. No, you said, I said it's by far. I said the best. it's by far the best, and I didn't disagree. I just said not by far. <laughs> it Define is, far. It's the best. How, it's how my far is far as well? Define far, but just not. I don't think it's that much better than four. I don't think it's. We'll that do our rundown at the end of the pod. One. Yeah, we'll do our rundown at the end. Okay, of the pod. we'll save the argument for later. We'll save that argument. <laughs> yeah, let's do. But um, so, Resident Evil Two by Capcom, obviously. Uh, released in January 1998, Whoa, so we're long. talking, we're I'm talking almost 20. 20 years ago. 
Oh god, that makes me feel old. Um, otherwise known as Biohazard Two. Biohazard Two. In uh, okay, thanks for that, Keith. The sequel to the, I'm staying obvious now. Sequel to Resident Evil. Who would have thought? <laughs> Resident Evil that was released in 1996. Oh wow! So if you got the original Resident Evil, liked it, you were waiting a good two years for the next one. Now. I didn't get a PlayStation until 1999. Ah. So this was actually the first Resident Evil game I played. I uh, played this before... Ooh, the first one. Before the first one. So uh, slightly underwhelmed by the first one after playing this one. But still oh, a good yeah, game. did it that way around. See, now I didn't get a PlayStation until 99 either, but I got it. Resident, I got the original Resident Evil for my Saturn. Ah. So I had played the first one. That wasn't a bad conversion of it. It was a well, bit. It was, good. it was a bit better on the PlayStation. Yeah. yeah, there you go. Another reason to buy Saturn. Thanks, Keith. Always, yeah, no. always keen to <laughs> put a reason for buying a Saturn in. Um, so this game, the first game, if you're not aware, uh, was set in the mansion the and Spencer it's Spencer Mansion. Uh, Spencer Mansion and its extraneous parts. So the it's many extraneous it's parts. Many extraneous <laughs> parts. Uh, this game is set in Raccoon. Well the outskirts of Raccoon City mm-hmm. uh, and then it goes a similar kind of structure actually it goes to the police station and then the police station to eventually an underground it's a massive facility. police station it's a big police station as well police stations yeah. are that big many rooms and floors how many rooms Keith? how many rooms? Have I have it this again <laughs> I have a down 64 I'm just going to shout 64 whenever it's a number yeah I don't know. It's got to have over 100 rooms. I'm just going to pick pluck that. Yeah, easy. Yeah. Easy. What kind of police station has over 100 rooms? Anyway, I, I digress. I reckon the, the city police department. The police station Terminator 2 had a lot of rooms, remember? Oh, oh it did. That was a big one. Yeah. Whoa, that was massive, actually. Just, just saying. That was quite big. That now dispels all kinds of myths about police stations because <laughs> that one so is. So they're all big. Mahusive. Interesting. In films and games, yeah, clearly. So, no Chris Redfield or no. Jill Valentine this time around. No, no. I do. Uh, we like Jill oh, and Chris actually like yeah, Chris is cool uh, we have a, a rookie cop yeah. Leon Kennedy that's a cool name isn't it Leon Kennedy Leon Kennedy yeah uh, we, we probably wished he'd signed up elsewhere in all honesty it's not the best first day on the job is it no you're a rookie cop uh, you're a bit wet behind the ears it's like signing up in Croydon though isn't it really <laughs> yeah <laughs> Croydon Raccoon City uh, and so you've got to have two protagonists, really. So the other one is Claire a Redfield. Oh, you will notice that she has a similar surname, mm. but they're same. not related, are they? It's the same. They are related. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Adrian, for that setup there. Sorry. Yeah. So, <laughs> so Chris has gone walkies after the first game. But they've gone to. To Europe, they've gone to Europe, to yeah. Well, that goes into a whole other conversation, Chase in a minute. Umbrella. but yeah. So, he's gone on, he's gone walkabout. Claire wants to know where he is, so she is quite handy with a shotgun or two for a civilian. Let's that's be true. honest, that's very true. She is a civilian, mm-hmm. in fact. Going through the notes of the game, she's meant to be a college student. Oh, do you reckon she's did a hun- hunter? Did you? Oh, one of those people that shoots. Ooh. Are the hunters from the first game? No, I'm talking about literally what? killing bears oh, in America. No, man, Claire's not like that. I don't know, I'm just, you said she's given a gun. Yeah, but where did she get her skills from? That's another podcast. Her brother. What? Her brother. What did, does that, is that well known, or have you just made that up? No, it's just common sense, surely. <laughs> Older Chris brother, military. Exposes, exposes younger sister Here, to firearms. Hold my firearm, yeah. shoot that now. It's thanks America, come on. God, thanks a lot, mate. Anyway, so you've got the two protagonists. Yeah. They're both on their way en route to Raccoon mm. City for differing reasons. Leon's got to start his new job. So he's, he's a bit, oh, new job. Wants to make a good first impression. Got to make a good first impression. Mm-hmm. And Claire's like, oh, got to find my brother. Do they, wait, they start the game together or is it a completely different uh, story? They don't start, oh, I'm glad you asked. I'm just in, yeah. I'm glad you asked. So they actually bump into each other oh, on their way yeah. into town. Okay. There is a key bit. So you can start the game as either character and oh. you see the FMV sequence and it goes, it runs into it in two different ways. But essentially, uh, a zombie's about to 
chomp on Claire's neck <laughs> and Leon and Leon takes Leon takes it out and that's not aiming up they both decide they've got to get but to she the... opens a, he opens a door doesn't he that's it and don't shoot he's pointing uh, a gun in her face yes. <laughs> so it's not the best way to it's not the thing you want to see when you open the door no. let's be honest some point a gun at you Sorry, but, that's not in me but in this way <laughs> he but, saves her life yeah. I figured actually wouldn't that have deafened her because he was quite close to her so if you're shooting the shooting the zombies yeah She'd be deaf for the whole Are you game. thinking of me? She'd be like Archer. She'd be going, Mom. <laughs> yeah. Mom. Have, have you seen. Oh, no, more like Copland, you know, because. Oh, yeah, that's right. a bit, he's a bit he, deaf. Yeah. He's deaf in that, but he's a good yeah, cop. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it would be exactly like Copland. <laughs> <laughs> so, more zombies. So there's loads of zombies. So they, they've already encountered loads of zombies. The game hasn't even started, right? Yeah. So they jump into the car together, and Leon says, Right, let's go to police station. We'll be safe there. Huh. There is a really cool bit in the intro sequence which zooms out at a petrol station. Really nice zoom, kind of. It's good. very cinematic, the opening. The cutscenes are really good. Game is just oh, the whole game is just a big cinema. Yeah, yeah but that, that, so that, that kind of that withdrawal. Mm-hmm. And you see a zombie hitting the floor. Yep. Okay, a zombie hitting the floor. It's not greatly new for this, for this, for this plot. But... Truck truck driver man has massive bite on his oh, arm. He's going, what did you bite me for, crazy fool? Oh, no. Yeah. Now, <laughs> what happens <laughs> when you get bitten by a zombie? I don't know. <laughs> what happens, Adrian? I don't know. I've been bitten by a zombie. What's going to happen to me? <laughs> so, he basically, he doesn't think anything of it. He doesn't think to go to... Oh, unfortunately, think... he's driving a petrol tanker. He's driving... Well. He's it's not just any truck. He's driving a petrol tanker, so he's... Okay, this is odd. I don't know whether he kind of actually made his delivery because of what happens next. Right? That's true. So there still must be some petrol left in the mm. in the tanker. So he doesn't want to go to the hospital, so he's just, he just goes driving. He's a, he's a good worker. He wants to deliver his petrol. Yeah. He just goes driving. So Leon and Claire are having a chat in the car. Yeah, they're all nice. And it quickly kind of flashes back to like a speeding up vehicle that, that looks like it's behind them. Mm. So what, what, what vehicle could be speeding up and heading towards them? I hope it's not the petrol tanker. <laughs> in the meantime, it all goes a bit chaotic, doesn't it? Because there's a zombie in the back seat. Of this is the thing. The last thing. The last thing you want when driving a car is a zombie to appear in the back That's seat. That's true. If, if you were taking the kids out for the day, yeah, you know, if a zombie appeared... There's not much worse you'd rather find in the back of the car, is there? It wouldn't, it wouldn't go well from there mm. on. So the zombie scares the bejesus yep. out of... Out of Leon and, and Claire. Claire, who's just taken ownership of a handgun. From the oh, yeah, box. from the glove box. Yeah, very nice. So she, she is now armed, yep. which is useful. Uh, so they end up crashing the car, like that bit in Terminator where they go smashing into the wall. Mm-hmm. So they've crashed the car. Okay, that's fine. Everyone has a car crash every now and then. Right. <laughs> <laughs> All of a sudden, behind them, they notice petrol, tr- petrol truck is... Accelerated at the rate of knots, straight towards them. The guy at the helm is completely out of it. He's turned into a zombie. The truck driver man has turned into a zombie. So, as it's going to come and hit them, they both dive out of the way. It explodes in flames. Cars totaled. uh, Tanker is totaled. And they're now on different sides. So, Leon jumps out the driver's door. Mm -hmm. Claire jumps out the passenger door. Massive flaming petrol tanker in the way. What, what can you do? Oh. What can you do? So, so this... they agree to meet up at the police station, don't they? That's it. They shout to each other. Oh, they're on separate sides, aren't they? Yeah, I remember now. Yeah, that makes yeah. sense. Yeah. So, listeners, when entering a car mm. in the future, check for zombies. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Check your tyres. Check your engine oil. Yeah, check oil level. Then check your zombies. <laughs> check your zombies. So check your back seat generally. Because yeah. it happens in horror films as well. Yeah. It might, be, it might not be a zombie. It might be a knife wielding maniac. Yeah. Don't just get in the front. Always on the back seat. Check the back seat, man. Oh. Or unless you watch... Oh, what film is it when... Um, is it no, Jack Nicholson? No. He doesn't need time himself to the back end, underside of the car. That no, is Cape Fear. Cape Fear with Robert, it's Robert De Niro. Yeah. He's so. hanging onto the bottom of the... Also check the yeah. bottom of the car. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> bottom top, boot... You'll be Absolutely. late wherever you're driving, but Absolutely. it's worth yeah. it. Yeah. So now I'm going to touch on something that Capcom have uh, monikered the zapping system. It's just a weird name for it. 
Pew pew! Yeah. Pew pew! Explain to everyone what it is. Zapping system. Zapping system isn't part of their outbreak thing and all this shooting, all those other shooty Resident Evil games. No, no. The zapping system is a scenario system where you can, like I mentioned earlier, start as either of the characters. Now you do that, there is a Leon disc in the box and there is also a Claire disc. Yes. So you play out Depending on which disc you put in, you play out the first scenario with whatever that character is. So they're very pretty. They're very pretty discs, and you can put them in. Now, you have to to fully get to fully complete the game. You have to do it with both characters, both times, both different ways around. Mm. So do it with Leon first, and Claire, and then do it with. Oh, that's really clever. Claire first, and Leon, and then yeah, and then switch it. Okay. Mm. So that that's a lot of game. That's four out. times, isn't it? That's, yeah. yeah. To get, and you can unlock a lot of things. I'll go into yeah. that wow. in a moment. But it's. There's. When you put the disc in and play the intro, there are two sentences that still. that still send shivers down my spine. Is this, this bit's. Is it, this is after they're separated, isn't it? This is after they're separated. So before you're about to start yeah. playing yourself. So you, you've seen the intro. Yeah. yeah. You're about to start playing, and these two sentences. I remember the first time I saw this, and I thought, <laughs> wow. <laughs> Shivers. This is how it goes. <laughs> they were parted by an unescapable destiny. This is just the beginning of their worst nightmare. Oh, That's deep, man. That's Boom. good. In the first, I don't know if you remember, but in the first Resident Evil, the equivalent to that was mm. Welcome to the World of Survival Horror. That's, it. That's a good one as well. Whoever comes up with these mm. deserves a bonus at Capcom. Oh, Give them a bonus right now. If like you weren't already like, in the world, oh, ready oh, to oh, go. Those, yeah. mm. Seriously, you, are ready, to, you, know, ready you are ready to go. And then, yeah, like I said, that, that's how the game starts. Mm-hmm. Uh, this game, when it came out, was not short on critical acclaim. CVG, 9 out of 10. Mm-hmm. GamePro, 5 out of 5. Mm-hmm. Our beloved Games Master magazine, 90%. IGN 9.3 out of 10 wow these are good scores this is this was a game that, that took a successful game oh. and made it can I say doubly as good it's got two discs <laughs> I just said it it's got two discs it's got two discs say it I still don't know if it's twice as good but <laughs> I said it's just too good I love it though it's awesome yeah it's you know and it all starts from there so why is it special for me why is it special? For it was you? one of the first games I ever played on the PlayStation. So mm. this, uh, this Final Fantasy VII and the first Silent Hill, I think, were the first games that I were exposed to. You can't really get better, three better first games, look can you? That. Look at that! I mean, if anyone listened to our Metal Gear Solid episode as well, you could include that there. In oh yeah, I was exposed to that a bit later on. Great that games. Was, yeah. mm-hmm. They were on the PlayStation. Yeah. Oh. and it's all thanks to my cousin because I, I still had a Mega Drive and Amiga at the time. I didn't know what CD gaming was. What is this CD? But I'd go and see him in the summer holidays and things, and he'd have these games, and I'd yeah. go, oh my god. <laughs> Seriously, what is this? And, you know, it was. Resident Evil 2 had some of the most gorgeous graphics I'd ever seen in a video oh. game. Just that, that intro sequence, you look back now, and okay, the faces look a bit odd, and like Claire's eyes are a bit vacant. Yeah, but it's still but, quite well animated, though. But yeah, for, for the PlayStation. Yeah. It was, and what I like as well is they kind of learned from the mistake of the first one, and the first one's terrible live action intro. Oh, yeah, because they weren't in the first one. If you remember, they weren't proper cutscenes. They were just the film, the actors. Yeah, all of the cutscenes and all of the cutscenes in the game were rendered in the in-game engine, so it was just the polygons talking to each other. Yeah, and then um, they just had those, and you had the terrible bit at the yeah. beginning of the really bad acting. But whereas obviously Resident Evil Two, they went the full. They CG, just went full CGI, CG and it was awesome. Much better, absolutely. The that first bit where you're where you're split and you have to run around the zombies oh, around Raccoon City, get into the police station, fire, smash police cars, and it was amazing. Gunshot. The gunshot, the guy pulls out the shotgun yeah. on you. <laughs> yeah, oh, I'm human. I'm human. Yeah. Oh my god. You know this stuff. I'd, I'd never seen it in a video game. I, I still love. I still love. And the first, it, this applies to the first game as well. The pre-rendered backgrounds. That was such a genius move. Mm. Oh, it's just a still photo essentially, but yeah. it just look, they look gorgeous. 
And yeah, okay, you can't have things moving in those backgrounds, but they look so detailed and so good. I'm going to say that this type of game has aged a hell of a lot better mm. than those Polygon games. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like this, you can see now we're really appreciating the work. You know, they, they were still, mm. but the detail, the amount of detail yeah. in mm. these backdrops. Okay, you know, the way that... One thing that has aged a bit is the way that Leon and Claire sort of move around them and they do look very pixelated. Yeah, but you kind of don't notice it as much because the no. backgrounds are so detailed. Mm. It's just gorgeous. They're gorgeous to look yeah. at. You know, you run around so Raccoon City. Yeah, you run around Raccoon City and it's just... Ugh. Ugh. It's a lovely game. It is. I haven't played it for years, but it's bringing back some good memories now. It, it is, is something it. you can play back now and mm. still get sort of absorbed in it well, because yeah. Tempted, yeah. it does look so good. It doesn't suffer from what the original Silent Hill did with the fog. No. So no, but again, all the fog, all the backgrounds and stuff in Silent Hill were polygonal. Yeah, they weren't they were pre-rendered, so yeah. it was you know. I think a lot of those polygons were rendered though. I think there is. It's not as bad when when you get. It's only when when you run around Silent Hill and mm. it's loading. It's loading that's what the, the other for, buildings. Yeah. yeah, that's what the fog is for. That's where it looks. That looks dated. Yeah. yeah. But with Resident Evil Two, and when you're looking at it, and when you know Leon and Clara running around those gorgeous, they're gorgeous backdrops. That's mm-hmm. you know you can't speak high, and they, they are still you know they're still the main characters are still well animated. They still yeah. And again, like you say, I think the the character models are a step up from the first game. Oh well. yeah, yeah. You know, very Leon, similar. Leon's uniform is more detailed mm-hmm. and. They're just, you know, they're that little bit better. Still yeah. PS1 standard graphics, but... Yeah. Uh, I, as these guys will know, and a lot of you will know, that I can't stand games now that are too film-like, that have too mm. much, uh, you know, too many cutscenes in, and, you know, I want to play a game. You know, get, get me into it. Yeah. Back in those days, I, I was like the kids now. I wanted a film game. I wanted, you know... Games that would take me into because it was a new it was a new concept. Yeah, we hadn't played games like that really. No, no basically the closest thing I had up until that point was Flashback. Yeah, as a cinema type, yeah. cinematic type game. Yeah, but this was you know craved Resident Evil. You know the Resident Evil Two just it is a survival horror film. Yeah, it, you're playing you're playing a film, mm-hmm. and the, there are some there's still a lot of those cutscenes are where they they. Move they they manipulate the polygons, mm. but they, they they don't look as corny as the first one. No, they don't. And they don't. the voice acting's yeah, and the way they kind of well. hold out bits of paper and things a bit better <laughs> in, in Resident Evil too. But, you know, yeah, it looks good. And there's a lot of thought into the survival horror aspect again. So the first one is welcome to survival horror. You're completely right. Mm. You know, you have to have certain types of ammo and certain types of oh, ammo. Oh, it's so stressful. It is because you it's have... so tense. You spend most of the time not trying to use it. Yeah. So mm. you're, you are surviving. Mm. It's not, you know, it's not like a, another type of game where you just rack up all... It's not like a Rambo type thing where you just rack up was, everything. Yeah, Rambo would be terrible at this game, wouldn't he? Rambo would be awful. He'd be <laughs> He'd dead be after dead the first thing. Yeah. He would have, it's true, though. When, when you first played Resident Evil games, especially back then, it kind of required a change of mindset. Yeah, because we were so used to right. Well, there's some zombies in this room. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna kill. I better kill them. Mm-hmm. Surely that's the whole point. Mm-hmm. When really, it's much wiser to avoid. If you can avoid them, avoid them. Yeah. So mm-hmm. now that that's the thing. So now like you have to try and run around them. Mm-hmm. And but there are there are. It's still quite claustrophobic space. Well, especially when you're playing it again. I mean, we me and you played it a few times. When you play it for the first time, because of the fixed camera angles. Mm-hmm. You think, mm, I might be able to get past these, but I don't know what's going to happen when the camera switches. Am I going to run straight into a whole horde of them? I yeah, it does take a few so, goes to know that you can run around yeah. a lot of them. But, again, you know, you, it, it's the kind of game that you want to keep going back to. Mm. So you might get chomped on a foot a few couple of times. You're game dead. over. Go yeah. back on the last ribbon, and then you're back into... The ribbons as well. I mean, Carry I think we, we will probably do a, a podcast about the original game at some point. Because oh, I'd yeah. like to go into the history of the survival horror games. Yeah. And stuff. But that whole thing as well. You can't just save... You, can't, you don't just have to find the save room. No. You also have to make sure you found a, an ink ribbon for the typewriter. <laughs> so that is clever. It is clever. What kind of typewriter uses up ink ribbons like that? My dad had a typewriter. We used the same ink ribbon for like 10 years. <laughs> 
Yeah, dodgy American police ones, I think. Yeah. Oh, God, uh, police cuts over there as well. Ooh. Sorry, sorry, don't want, to go don't want to go into politics on this podcast. That's for another different type <laughs> of podcast. Politics for you, <laughs> so the thing with ammo, and yeah. you have to work out which ones take care of which creatures the best. You can't just mm. go using up, um, you know, certain types of like handgun ammo on liquors and things. So mm. the liquor is one of the best things about Resident Evil 2. Oh, People who've played the game will know about this. So Resident Evil 2, yeah. So you walk, you know, you're, you're in the police station. <laughs> okay, you know, some of the police guys have died and so on and so forth. So you're, effect- you're, you're expecting a few zombies in there. Yeah. What you're not expecting is like a big human lizard type thing, which has got, which has got, yeah, got its brain on the outside. Brain on the outside. Six foot tongue. Six foot tongue and kills you in about two or three Massive minutes. claws. Yeah. It's just... Oh. It's a horrible, horrible thing and it scared the bejesus mm, out of me. That cut, I mean, that cut scene's really good when you look up. Yeah. And it's there, it's oh, hanging on the ceiling. I remember that. A bit alien Yeah. Very alien The drool dropping, dripping from its tongue. And its oh. Yeah. Oh, man. It is just... So, so, for something like that, later on you realise you need acid rounds. It's, yeah. They're, they're the best or fire rounds. Uh, flame those, rounds, yeah. Flame rounds, that's it, yeah. So th- those are the best ways to get rid of that. But then, mm. otherwise, if you didn't know that, you, a shotgun is okay, but a shotgun takes a few more hits. It's all about, you've got to think. Yeah, strategy. It puts you, the game puts you into that, that survival, mm. that survival mm. mode that you need. Uh, the, the police station is a great start for a game. Let's be honest. You think, oh, police station, start for a game. Oh. <laughs> it's like, it's like a massive museum, isn't it? Essentially, yeah, yeah. apparently the original one they had in mind was about half the size. Or I think it would be more kind of modern. Yeah, it'd be a modern well. one. But they just thought, screw this, <laughs> let's make it, let's turn it into you know this massive, you know, like like the museum in Ghostbusters two. Let's make it like that and just you know let the player be in there for a long time yeah. before you then get to the the rest of the game and then the underground. For, for me, that the moment when you walk through the doors of the police station. It's like, it's like a, for me, it's like a seminal moment in gaming. It is. You walk into the door and you're in the massive hallway for anything, and the, the music as you're in the police station mm-hmm. as well. Just amazing. It's just great. It's a it's a great way to start the game. Oh, yeah. You know, they thought, okay, well, Raccoon City. All right, he's a policeman. Okay, let's get him to the police station. Mm. Boom. That's where it that makes sense. sense. Yeah, that's where, that's where it goes. And, and you can have a lot of fun in the police station. There are so many things to do. You've got to get plaques to go here you've got to get keys oh, there's some this. classic Resident Evil style puzzles all the stuff you've got stuff in the basement that's kind of fun yeah. you get stuff with the shoot you know the, the crank in the in the in the loft there's so oh, many yeah, things to do to get out of the police station yeah yeah and yeah. then I oh, see the yeah the crashed helicopter yeah. is in there yeah, so you've yeah. got to put that fire out it's just one great survival horror bit to the next um, the bit with the bookshelves well, you yeah. actually have to like manipulate bookshelves to unlock, to unlock yeah. some tokens yeah. that help you get out of the, the sewers like underneath the police station. Who designed station? this police station all these puzzles? Can you imagine the... the, I would, the can you imagine just working there on like a normal day? You'll be like, I wonder what that's for. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'll just go back to my case work. It sounds a bit like Hogwarts, but a police station, doesn't it? All these different things. It is. Of. Way before J.K. Rowling clearly played a bit of... Uh, <laughs> There's so many precinct keys as well. Oh, precinct! You'll collect them precinct you have keys. Got the precinct key. Yeah. It's like the twelfth precinct key I've got. <laughs> but the, the worst thing is, you know, the janitor has got the, the skeleton one. Yeah. For everything. Yeah. Just find the janitor Just one key. Yeah. But the, the the way the plot drives those go you going around the police station. It's all. Oh so yeah. Beautiful. You don't just go in there and go. Oh, where is everyone? I'm just going to wander around. Mm. It's all guided, mm. and there's that bit where you hear a scream and stuff, and you yeah. go over there, and then the policeman that you you meet at the beginning. Oh no, he's turned into a zombie now. Oh, what's his name? Duh, I, I want to say it's name. Anderson, but I don't know. Oh, I might be, yeah, you might be right. Is it Anderson? But that, yeah, that bit <laughs> later on when you go back. Yeah. And he suddenly gets up. Oh and the no! Music changes, don't, 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 and his face changes. Oh my god, he tries face. to. Oh god! And you have to blow his you, head off. You could have been a good friend of yours. Could have been. Yeah. Can you imagine? If oh, because you in that room, you pick up, uh, there's a note, like a welcome note for Leon. Yeah. Oh, he wrote such a note. Dear note. Leon, you know, welcome to oh. Raccoon City Police Department, and we, we promise to take care of you and all this. Oh, <laughs> so, no. God. Yeah, good luck on your first day. Oh, good Those luck. two could be really good partners. <laughs> I reckon they would have solved loads of crimes they together. Been, they could have been the next lethal weapon. Yeah, it could have been like Richard I would Can you yeah. imagine that film? Yeah. yeah. There's... 
the game has a whole ton of weapons. I've actually, yeah, I was trying to count weapons. them the other day. I just lost count. There's so many, and there's so many unlockable ones, like the submachine gun. Oh. Like later on, hey, it's just you know, it's a joy. It's a joy to go through it and unlock everything. Um, the actually, you don't just play as two protagonists. Oh, this is true. Uh huh. Oh, sure? There's no third disc couplet. No. <laughs> so in Claire, you get. Uh, don't give it away, Keith. Uh, Keith is, is he's straining to give this away, but in Claire's, <laughs> Keith, in Claire's Keith, scenarios, you get the opportunity to play as a little girl called Sherry, Ooh. who can who can get up into spaces that obviously Claire can't, and then to help her retrieve keys and, and other goodies. Oh, right. uh, so, and in Leon's one, uh, he makes a lady called Ada Wong do all of that. So Ada is got to get up there. Now Ada is just another lost soul. Apparently looking yeah. for her boyfriend. No. Yeah, right. So she's like, oh, there's zombies around <laughs> looking for my boyfriend. <laughs> Keith doesn't seem so sure about I'm this. not convinced by this Ada character. Yeah. So, all is not as it seems. <laughs> the game has some great plot twists. Don't and it. I'm going to give them all away now. So if you don't want to know... Spoiler alert. Turn this off right now. Go and play the Go game. Go play Resident Evil 2. Love it. Yeah. So... Yeah. The, the the first Resi game had some pretty cool plot twists, like the um, yeah. with Thingy Bob, Barry and Wesker. Barry and Wesker, yeah, great plot twists. This is as this is as good. Mm. This is as good. So Sherry <laughs> turns out to be the do- to, to be the daughter of William Birkin. Now, Keith, who is William Birkin? William Birkin works for Umbrella. Oh, yeah, does he work for Umbrella? He works for Umbrella. Yeah, and he's been secretly working on. A new kind of virus underneath Ooh. the police. Ugh, station. What is what is it with umbrella and making yeah, so viruses? Obviously, the outbreak at the mansion. It was the T virus, mm. but he's been working on something he likes to call the G virus. Ah, turns you into a gangster. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. the G virus. <laughs> and he's been working secretly beneath Raccoon mm. City Police Station. So Sherry has been is being chased by a monster. Mm. So you think oh, she's probably just been? She's probably just talking about one of the normal yeah. zombies. Oh yeah, Tom Dick or Harry, one of those. No, she's talking about this big monster thing that's chasing her. That's wearing trousers at the beginning. <laughs> right. That's a bit of a clue, isn't it? Mm. Really. So, our William, he's only gone and got exposed to the G virus himself. Oh, oh William. Really. <laughs> I mean, come on, William. I mean. It's you actually see later on. There's a, there's an FMV. Yeah, there's a flashback. There's a, we like we like a we good flashback. A flashback. We love a flashback in the game, and this is a really good mm. one. So you see how he got exposed to it. So even though he's turning into a monster, he just wants to spend some more time with his daughter. Oh. No, what he, <laughs> what he wants to do is implant an embryo thing in her that will then turn into another crazy G virus. That's yeah, worrying. So it's not really you know. If you're thinking about things that you want from your parents, like I need a bit of money, (laughs) need a bit of money to cover your university, um, you know, what's my, you know, get some tea on for me. I need some money for a pot noodle. After the pub, yeah. Uh, What you don't want is then to implant some kind of Mm. mutant embryo in you. That's pretty right at the bottom of this. That would turn you into some (laughs) kind of G-virus zombie. So that's, that's Sherry's story. And Ada... Isn't she's not looking for a boyfriend, is she, Kiff? No, she's not. She's a damn liar. <laughs> Why? I, I think she's saying like she's a, a nice lady. Why? I ain't saying she's a gold digger. She's mm. trying to steal the G virus. Da, da, da. For organisation unknown. Yes. What's the opposite of umbrella? Maybe it's that. I don't know what it is. Um, opposite of umbrella, getting wet. <laughs> yeah, the sombrero. <laughs> the yes. wet corporation, yeah. <laughs> uh, so, that is. That's you know so they entwine the plot nicely they, they nicely entwine with the plot and mm-hmm. you have to take out William Birkin at very various stages of the game. Yeah, does he always wear his trousers? And in fact, the mm-hmm. big the title screen, the big eye. Oh yeah, that blinks at you at the time of the title screen. He's actually like, what's well, in his arms? It's, it's in his arms. This massive blinking eye. He's got eye in his arm. Well, it's quite you know you quite, See, quite used to keep eyeing you all over the. Would, would you like that power? You could we could look elbow, around corners. Elbow eyes. Yeah, you could look around corners, couldn't you? Oh, yeah. that'd be awesome, right? Be like, oh, I can see you. I can I see you see following you. me. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so the way the plot goes through the the environments in the game, I love the underground facility. If we're talking about 
you know, it's got all those different bits. There's like, it throw, the, this is where it becomes very similar to the first though for me. Yeah, they do, the, yeah. The, the first section of the game is very different because you're yeah. outside, you know, you're out in the city, you're in the police station. Mm-hmm. But when you get to the underground lab, well, there was a huge underground lab mm-hmm. mansion as well. Mm-hmm. Still good though, still cool. It's um, pretty much the same, but, but it, yeah, but it looks amazing. Looks amazing, but yeah, it's kind develop of a theme, develop from, a theme. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. You kind of Resident Evil laid that groundwork. People yeah, like that. Let's just. Let's and I really fun. like so they, they love a giant spider. Oh god, oh, they do like a so giant you had spider. The giant spider in the first one. Oh god, there's more of those. Yeah. Plant right. forty two. Anyone? Oh no, not plant forty two. Oh my god. There's a mutant plant thing in this one, isn't there? There's and all those like weird ones that walk around. And, uh, oh yeah, they're oh, like the walking around plant plants. things. They're like oh, sort of little shop of horrors. Oh god, yeah. <laughs> um, and obviously in the first game you had the what was it called? Was it called the aqua ring at the bottom of the lab where the shark was? Yeah, the shark. No, it was oh, just no. in the big aquarium thing, you know. No, but it had a name. It was called it? like the aqua oh, ring. So you had to know. drain it. Oh yeah, yeah. Sharks the aqua, yeah, it's aqua something. Poor but, sharks. Uh, what, what is there in this one? Not a giant shark. Uh, a kraken. No. Oh. A giant crocodile. Or alligator, I suppose. But it's like, it's, it's huge. It's like 50 feet long. Wow. That's a big ass alligator. <laughs> Just <laughs> falling around down there, you know. As you do. As you do. With so the, it's not a zombie alligator. With the giant spiders. Well, no, I mean, it's a mutated alligator. Yeah. Whether it's been infected with any of the bad times all round, really. Yeah, let's be honest. Pretty uh, bad. Bad times all round. The so you know Keith, nice and stuff in there. Boss fights. Boss fights. Boss yeah. fights in the first Resident Evil were literally just blow your load. Right <laughs> blow your load. Just unload everything. Unload you? everything. This yeah. is pretty much the same, but there's a little bit more, a little bit more wiggle room. You can yeah. they charge at you. You got a bit more. You can kind of run around them a little, a little bit more. Yeah. But it is, again, you've got to make sure that you've got the right amount of ammo at the time that you get to them. Otherwise, you would be finding a save point way back in the game oh, and so make sure that you get back to the boss bit and make sure that you had enough ammo yeah. at that time around. So you could get to a boss and it would be impossible to beat the boss potentially. Sometimes, yeah. That's, you could, because what you'd be left with is knife and... <laughs> You can't read like alligator. Good luck stabbing the fifty-foot alligator. Good luck stabbing an alligator. Is it possible to kill the alligator with a knife? Yeah, right? it might be like the old psychomantis thing. Like you can defeat him if you don't do the controller port switch. Oh it yeah, it takes like an hour. Oh yeah, so you do the you same slowly, thing. Slowly, yeah, <laughs> stab, run away, stab, run away. But it takes like an hour and a million hits. And once you do that, you realise never to do that ever again. Yeah. You just save up all of your That'd big ammo. Awesome. Yeah, save up all your big ammo for later. The, so, so yeah, the ammo thing then leads on nicely to the fact you've got to be thoughtful with the health stuff as well. Uh-huh. So herb. you can't, you've got herbs, like herbs. from the first game. Health spray. Health spray. Herbs. So health, health spray is 100% fix, can't do much about Amazing. that. Yeah. But herb, if you use a herb by itself, it's only going to give you like a third. Yeah. Ooh. Herb only gives you a third. That's true. A third of the herb. You can double up the herb. You can you can mix two colours, can't you? Is that fine? Yeah. Let's do some combinations. Oh, that's right. It's coming back to me now. Let's me do. Let's, let's do some combos. Oh yeah. So if you take your red herb and then add it to your green herb, you get triple herb. Triple herb. <laughs> and say if you've been poisoned, and you want a. Is it blue herb? I was gonna say purple. So, close. Yeah, close. Yeah. Stick yeah. that in the mix and you've got awesome herb. Yeah. Is that what it's called? <laughs> That's what they call it. Awesome herb. We're going to sell it. Brandy is awesome herb. <laughs> awesome herb. So you want to, you know, you're always thinking about that. You're thinking, yeah. okay, I've got a single herb. How can I not use it? How can I go as mm. long without using this as mm. possible to then find a red herb that I can mix in with it and then, you know, use it and then use it, you know, use it, use it properly. And Again, though, that yeah. brings it back to the whole you can only carry so many items. Oh, well. Yeah, you could do get item the management. Item management, yeah, you do get the kind of the pack. Uh, oh, when you Is that in the second scenario? I can't remember. But you do get a pack that kind of gives you two more spaces. Yeah. But yeah, it's all about managing. You've got your chests in the. They can safe both rooms. carry eight items in this one. At the beginning, yeah, and then with the pack. You yeah, and whereas in Resident Evil, Chris could carry. Eight and Claire, uh, Jill could only carry six, six. something. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, no. So that, yeah. Whew. Don't forget, I can't remember if you've got a pack for that as well. First one, I don't know, I'm not sure. Maybe. The, so the, you know, the gameplay is amazing. 
the graphics are amazing. We're still saying this 20 years after it first came out. 20 years? 20 years, I can't, I can't even, you know, it still, it still looks amazing. You can't, you can't, and it, Keith touched on it earlier, sounds amazing. Oh. One of the best scores to amazing a game. score. One amazing of the best score. music scores to a game. It all, it's all orchestral. Yep. That first bit when you go into the police station. That Love it. Yeah, you'll be hearing that during this podcast. I'll play that. Oh yeah, Definitely. there's going to be loads of that in there. Uh, it's just, it just, oh, oh shivers. Again, yeah. we say it a lot, but it adds to the cinematic feel. Really does. It fits what's happening. There's some, like when you're in the lab and mm. doing a boss fight or the bit at the end. Where whenever there's to... a boss fight, whenever there's a bit of panic, it's always the right, the yeah, right bit right of music. music. Yeah. Whoever, I just haven't made a note of who and that was. No, I'm not sure. We'll have to but find that out. But genius. A lot of it's quite sparse as well. Like the first mm. game. And so when you do get the music, it, adds it to really it. adds to the atmosphere. Yeah. And then of course the classic Resident Evil thing is the savour of music. Oh, oh it's, it's like, the same in the oh. first game all the way up to the seventh game which I played recently. Yeah. You're being chased and it's just, ah, so much stress and horror. And then you go into the save room and, and you can breathe it's just it's such a genius touch but it relieves the tension and you can go I finally found a save point because it might have been ages since the last save they're point they're quite yeah, yeah they're quite split out split out see, yeah. you know and it's just such a brilliant touch you know that someone thought let's do that let's add this have this calming thing mm. you're in a safe space oh, you're it's safe. a genius genius Happy touch place. yeah it's good because you and need time really... to rearrange your stuff you've got to make sure you've got the right items mm. on you you can save the game you can just have a cup of tea yeah, have a cup of tea <laughs> yeah. 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 mix some herbs into your tea if you want mix some herbs it's quite cool I mean, you can use it I used to, when I used to play I used to sometimes use that time to read some of the documents and stuff that you pick up during the game mm. ah. I've been too busy running from zombies well, in a safe zone, there's no zombies. Exactly. You can read. No zombies. Exactly. like, oh, you know, there's no zombies. Some nice calm music. Is there is that one save room in the sewers that you think there might be a zombie when you go down? Actually, I think there is one. When you go um, in the safe. Room. When you're in the sewer, mm. yeah, and you're in the save room, and then there's that special ladder that goes down to the basementy bit beneath it. Oh yeah, I think there might be, but then that's a separate room, really. So we'll, yeah. we'll, we'll still say that the save room is, is still safe. <laughs> so yeah, come on. If that was a Sega game, Data Disc would be making an LP of that right now. I would love them to do a vinyl of this. <laughs> do you know what? I'm, I'm gonna. I don't think there's a vinyl, but you can actually get the soundtrack on CD. Oh wow! It I is saw that. Do you know what? I had a look earlier, but it's pretty steep. Well, we're talking. It's pretty steep. Oh, what? There was like one copy on eBay, and it was about 130 quid. Holy moly! Like the official the soundtrack. CD. Yeah, it was because Cap- yeah, Capcom released it officially, but I guess it would be. Why didn't you buy it back in the day? That was a fool. <laughs> and also, we didn't have a lot of money. For no, it was probably 20 odd quid then for a CD. I know. I know. It would have been £20 Japanese for a CD. Import, but you would love that. It's, it's a brilliant, brilliant soundtrack. So it'd be one of your dream vinyls then if you could choose. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Data discs, Mondo, vinyl, whoever, if you're listening. Please. <laughs> so that, that's, that, that's what I love about the game. I'm going to hit you guys with a bit more trivia now. Because we, we, like, we like trivia. On I that. love, we love trivia. We like trivia podcast. There was actually, I touched on it a little bit earlier, there, there was a version before this. Oh, uh, yeah. Is this Resident Evil 1.5? They dubbed it 1.5. I've heard a lot about this, but go on. Go yeah. On. Uh, so, it's essentially the same, but no Claire. Oh. You had someone called Elsa Walker. Rubbish name. Okay, so no, no link to Chris Redfield there. No Ada. No. <laughs> you had a researcher called Linda. 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 So you got, you got Ada Wong. And then you got the exotic, mysterious Ada Wong. Yeah, and then you've got Linda. Linda. All right, Linda. Oh, I like Linda. You have a nice cup of tea with Linda, Linda Smith. Maybe. Was it like Linda Smith? <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, in the, when they were thinking of one point five, they weren't thinking about this scenario system at all. They yeah, weren't yeah, thinking yeah. that their mm. paths were right. were crossing, which is a major part of Resident Evil Two. It's, it's, it's huge, part of yeah. what makes it amazing because if you just play it that one one scenario the whole way through it's not a lot of game actually mm. if you uh, think the first time I played yeah, it yeah what were you thinking how much how long uh, it took me the first time I played it yeah. one of those scenarios so one of the two scenarios only took me about six or seven hours and if yeah. you and if you rush through it you'll get rewarded if you do so 
but I, I think I rushed through it in something like under three hours, under two hours sometimes, actually. Mm. So there's not, it's not a great deal of game when you replay it, but when you do go through it again, you unlock certain bits. Mm-hmm. So you've got, I'll come back to Resident Evil 1.5 in a minute, but uh, you've got the hunk side story. Yeah. Have you ever, like did you ever manage to unlock this? Because what, I never what, unlocked it. No. What I had to do, I got a special memory card that they were selling at the time that had that and the other, the next one I'm going to talk to you about. So it actually had the save file on it, so you just put the memory card That's in. That's a bit sneaky. Could, yeah, but it was the same price as a normal memory yeah. card. So I'd be stupid not to take so it off. Like he's like an umbrella... Yeah. So soldier, his... He? Yeah, so... The whole thing about Umbrella's uh, point in... Uh, Resident Evil 2 is that they're trying to retrieve the G-Virus and you'll see at certain points during Resident Evil 2 there's this horrible Terminator looking uh, zombie thing that chases you you go through a door and then all of a sudden you hear these footsteps (laughs) and you start bricking it like you really start bricking it and he's in like a big trench coat you know as zombies like to wear you know big old trench coat (laughs) I mean monster thing so their whole thing is trying to retrieve this so the hunk side mission is you run through the game as hunk and you've just got to get the G-Virus vial back to your superiors mm. so it's quite a nice it's hard mm. it's really difficult I don't think I ever completed that but it's another way of playing through the same levels it's That's another way of giving more life to what mm. in essence isn't a great deal of game <laughs> the other bit that you can unlock if you if you run through the game I think it's either if you run through the hunt bit or if you run through the game in really really without with only using a knife or something if you don't use any ammo or something like that um, or my, the listeners can someone can educate me on this but you can unlock something called tofu so you basically are a big bit of tofu <laughs> yeah. human size yeah. human size human size tofu a rectangle of tofu you've Ooh. only got Tofu can only wield knife. a knife. Yeah. So you've got the knife. So you're playing through the game as a bit of tofu <laughs> with only a bit of knife. And the more you get uh, hurt, the, the redder tofu yeah, he gets. Start, he starts off as plain white chunk of tofu, <laughs> doesn't he? And he starts to go like pink. pink oh pink, no. Pink, and that is really difficult because you, and there's a lot of zombies in the game that you just can't run around. You, mm. have, to, you have to engage them. And trying to engage them with a knife as tofu is hilarious. But it is, if you can get the save file or try and unlock it somehow, it's another way to enjoy yeah. the game. That, origin, that was originally just a test thing, wasn't it? To test the collision detection. Oh, was it? Tofu oh, thing. there you go. Keep yeah. bringing some trivia. Yeah, the tofu thing was mm. just, just to test the collision if, detection. If you could play Resident Evil 2 with any giant bit of food, what would you choose? Would it be it's tofu? tofu. Yeah, it's the most Japanese thing I can think of right now. Giant. Squid? Sushi? I don't know. Giant. How about like a spiky... Blowfish? Blowfish. A blowfish? <laughs> yeah. That's, yeah. No, we like tofu. So, <laughs> I don't it's horrible. Anyway. <laughs> tofu, actually, if you deep fry it, is really nice. Welcome to the cooking podcast. <laughs> we did a cooking bit before, didn't we? I think so. What I'm going to put them all together as a cooking thing. But, um, yeah, listeners, I actually make a killer pad thai with deep fried tofu. So there you go. There you, you, can, go. you can come around for one of those. So... <laughs> Going back to going back to Resident Evil 1.5. Oh yes. Uh, it was actually 60% complete before it was scrapped. Ooh. So we've talked about previous games that have been unfinished. Now this one, 60% is mm. it's over halfway done. Yeah, yeah. Now if you have a look, if you find the, the screenshots of Resident Evil 1.5, it doesn't look very nice. The reason was because the polygons of the characters are bigger. So they've actually they actually minimised the polygons for the, the final Resident Evil 2. So in Resident Evil 1.5, they're a lot more blockier, but everything moves a lot quicker. So they can, because there's less polygons, in essence, they can have they have more zombies. So right. more zombies uh, and sort of more things going on. That would have been a different type of game, I think. That would have been more kind of, you'd have to blast your way out of it. It doesn't, those, they're kind of scenarios that Resident Evil 1.5 would have put yeah. you in. You would have had to... It would have been like how Dino Crisis moved to Dino Crisis 2. So it stopped yeah. being a survival horror and more like an all-out shoot em up yeah. yeah, yeah. So that's how it would have done. Um, you can. It had a couple of things in it, so they were a bit different to Resident Evil 2 again. The, you can change outfits. Actually had armour and stuff. So with Leon and Claire, they just have their one get-up. I mean, yeah, you can yeah. unlock 
different suits you can if you again if you complete, complete a game in a certain amount of time within a certain amount of uh, save games you can unlock new new attire for Leon and Claire it doesn't actually affect anything that just makes them look a bit different okay. but Resident Evil 1.5 they actually had something more like an RPG type system where you've got armour and things and you mm. can wear certain get ups for certain you know certain different situations it got scrapped by the game's producer uh, Shinji Mikami because this is his, his words it was too dull and boring oh yeah it, it was actually too boring and it was too closed off so what it, what it, what they wanted it to do was bring the Resident Evil thing to a close can you imagine that how many Resident Evil games like they wanted to finish it it actually would have closed off that resident. They would have had to branch it off in a different way, mm. but it would have closed off that story, yeah. that story at that point. Mm. Is, we can't even imagine a world where that happened, can you? Nope. Can you play it anyway? Is there any way you can play 1.5 or is it just. I don't no, I don't think there's any. There's there aren't any builds that you can get yeah, of it. I, think, I don't know if anyone's managed to, to hack it on. I know that you can emulate it. to say that they made the right side. decision. Oh yeah, it, I mean, it, we talk about gaming decisions a lot on this podcast, mm. and that one Quite was a massive bad one. This <laughs> yeah, one was a good one. Capcom really, really hit the nail on the head with that. They oh, knew yeah. Capcom. When you think of Capcom, you know it's quality. You know, mm-hmm. I can't. Off the top of my head, I can't think of a bad Capcom game. That's a, can I? That's a bit of a statement, but That's a big they are very. I can't think high of, quality, aren't they? That's they know they know games, especially then. Oh yeah, in the nineties, yeah. yeah. they they ruled the roof. Really, the the Resident Evil Two had successful ports on every console. So you mentioned earlier. Well, no, because Keith mentioned sixty four. Resident I Evil sixty four. Yeah. yeah. Resident Evil Two was the one that they managed to somehow yeah. crap. They somehow crammed on two CD ROMs onto uh, sixty four. Um, Is it a good port? Is it pretty much all there? Pretty much all there. It's no, it's it's no blockier. It's no less pretty. It's Mm. and also (laughs) one thing um, between obviously with with CD loading times. One of the the key things about building suspense Uh, in the Resident Evil games is that you've got the doors, you've got the steps. You know, that was to cover up the loading times of of the CDs. But N64 has none of that. No, but they kept that in there. What on purpose? And actually, yeah, but it, it's people like actually says it's to build the suspense because wow. you didn't know what was going to be on the inside of that door. Well, what it did was, I think its, a, it's original purpose was not to was not to do that, mm. but it did it anyway. And they realised that if the N64 version, if you just went ploughing around the rooms, it mm. would take out yeah, a major, it takes that away. a major. That's facet another good decision. Another great wow. decision from Capcom. <laughs> oh, they're just full of great decisions. It just doesn't sound like an N64 style game, but hey. No, I mean, no, no, I think it surprised people as yeah. well that it came out on the N64. Yeah. Grab the Dreamcast version as well. Also very good. Mm. Apparently, uh, I read somewhere that the backdrops look a bit blurry for some reason. Really? The okay. Dreamcast version. Probably just with the porting and, you know, what well, that's mm. not as tricky as the Jaguar to port stuff over to that is fair point we had the Dreamcast there so you know that that really much sums up why I love the game and I can still stick it in my Playstation now yeah and quite happily run through both scenarios what's the best scenario is that a tough question best scenario this one or this two I don't know because they both Interlink so nicely with each other. Yeah, they kind of dovetail. It's really cool. They don't. You um, have to play the both out. You can't just play one and go. Oh, obviously, yeah. the, the second scenario brings everything to a head, and that's where you right. kill off William Birkin right at the end, and you know you plow out. A spoiler alert, sorry. And you, <laughs> you plow out to the daylight, and you're like, oh man, yeah, we've got to do something about Umbrella. Of course, you've got to do something about Umbrella. Yeah, you know? so we can make more games. So you can make more <laughs> games. Right? Open ended. Open ended. Yeah. So the mm. scenario B brings everything to a conclusion, but. That, you know the, uh, the, those two sentences after the intro mm. and then you're just ploughing into that first scenario uh, you know you're in you are in survival horror part two yeah. I mean I, I haven't played the game for must be 17 18 years mm. I don't know but I, yeah it's, you've got me wanting to play again you I have to it. say this it is was, what our podcast does to people isn't it, it? it does we make you want to we make you want to play these I, games again I, I, I really enjoyed it back in the day yeah. but it's a bit hazy in my brain right now so yeah mm. definitely will re- revisit it most definitely. Mm. So before I sort of round everything up, I, we'll we'll come to our little 
A little discussion one, now. One final question before you... Yeah, is that right? Yeah. Umbrella. Interesting corporation. Ugh. Would you ever like to work for Umbrella? <laughs> if you need to. If they um, offer you good fringe benefits, possibly. It depends good... what I was doing. I think as long as I wasn't going to be like test subject. <laughs> this is the thing. One because of the many viruses. <laughs> because any, any kind of perk would be outweighed by the fact that you could potentially turn into a zombie. It's a high-risk yeah. job. Yeah. So, and you know, there's guys in there that have been wearing suits and armour and things, and they still turn into zombies, so... Yeah. Is that a no, then? <laughs> I'm trying to recruit for Umbrella, by the way. That's my new job, so... I don't think my girlfriend would be greatly enamoured with me... Yeah. ...with me working for Umbrella. Why is that? Just in case I turn into a zombie. Oh, okay. I'm thinking, I, thinking you, I don't think she has any kind of no. I don't think she has any kind of ethical reason against like. Oh, you could end up working directly up beneath Wesker as well. He could be like your boss, and that wouldn't be good. No, is he a hard man to work for? Do you think? Yeah, he's a bit temperamental. He's a hard man in general now, isn't yeah, he? Can't, yeah. Now that he's like a Terminator, but that's yeah. that's another. So, so Keith, you wouldn't work for Umbrella then. I probably would have done. Yeah. The paycheck is big enough. You've got all of their apparel. Yeah, I've got, yeah, my umbrella hoodie. Yeah, you got your umbrella hoodie. Yeah. Have you got an umbrella leather jacket? Oh, I just made it up. No, but I want one now. Umbrella leather jacket. Do you secretly work for umbrella? Is that what you're telling us, Keith? Shh. It's not very secret. He's wearing a biohazard T-shirt right now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry. sorry, I interrupted with silly. No, question. that was you know, it's a great game. Uh, if you haven't played it, readers, and you've got a PlayStation, it's not overly expensive. A lot of copies no, were sold at the time, so it's yeah, not it's, it's not sell. rare. It's not rare, so you can you can pick it up for about tenner. You've got to play. You've got to play. I mean, I, we'll talk about survival horror games again. I'm sure we've mm. talked about Silent Hill before mm. or Silent Hill Two. Um, as a kid, I loved video games. I loved horror films. <laughs> I loved zombie films. <laughs> and so when the Resident Evil games came, it's why I still love them so much now. When they came out, I was just like, this is just perfect. This is everything I've ever wanted. It's everything video, you've ever wanted. Everything I've ever wanted in a video game. <laughs> and Resident Evil 2 just expands on, on the first one. And the first, really the first one I hold dear to my heart. But the second yeah. one, yeah, just expanded the world and so the there story. You go. And so other good Resident Evil games... Uh, my next favourite down would probably be the first one or the director's yeah. cut the director's cut of the first one that gives you a bit more the director's is that the GameCube one? no or the director's cut is, a, is another Playstation one so they, that, the Playstation oh, one oh yeah what was different about that the game? Playstation I think it had an um, I don't know because I can't remember oh. I didn't have the original original one I think it had an extra scenario so there was it, there was a bit more game to it yeah I think so I'm going to have to check that Pretty, yeah, sure. Um, Pretty sure. Pretty sure. My favourite is the the HD remake of the first one. That's my second favourite after this. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, which is essentially the GameCube version. So yeah, that's, that's the GameCube version is obviously a bit blurrier, but it, it's, but yeah, it's essentially the same. It's essentially the first game with a few tweaks here and there, mm-hmm. and obviously much better graphics. That's my second favourite after mm-hmm. this one. Um, I put down my third favourite. Resident Evil 3 Nemesis good game I, I had that I it's enjoyed very, that I, yeah I've still got it it's good game. game and that bit where Nemesis is near you mm. again scares the, it's stars is the bit yeah is, <laughs> is uh, it's like that bit from Resident Evil 2 when, when you've got that Terminator yeah, you thing can't hide you can't, it's not like most of the other encounters in these games where you can hide by just going through a door yeah this is it like just keeps coming. Yeah. So when Nemesis, you have to make that choice. Yeah. Like when, when Nemesis is on the screen, you go, ah, I gotta make a choice yeah. to do something. It was the game wasn't big enough for me, I suppose, because it was only on the one disc, and you just played as Jill. And yeah, it was. Yeah, it wasn't a very long game. It wasn't a very. But long I quite game. like that because you do spend more time out in Raccoon yeah. City. Mm. I don't know if it's ever been said, but I think that was was when the PS One was a bit on the decline, so maybe they rushed it. Uh, I think Capcom making good decisions as they do I reckon they probably didn't make Resident Evil 3 as big as it could have been just to get it out when the Playstation was still yeah, kind of I'm in its prime yeah I'm trying to remember they may have even had Code Veronica in did they start building Code Veronica on the Playstation? no 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 but I think they might have already had one eye ahead on that oh, yeah, on the that. PS2 mm-hmm. um, while that was in development yeah possibly my next favourite after Resident Evil 3 was Resident Evil 4. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Resident Evil 4. Which I think is a work of art. It's and, awesome. I, and I still 
Okay, it, uh, what a game, man! It's, it's, well, I mean, this is where it kind of this—that's where it branched off, though, isn't it? From being survival horror to just yeah, to you being have to kind of badass action game. Yeah, it's, yeah. But they went from making the best survival, like awesome survival horror games, to yeah, awesome third-person action game. Yeah, uh, and then number five, you're expecting me to say Resident Evil Five, aren't you? Of course. No. I'm not going to well, say that because <laughs> I don't like it. No. What, I, what I will say <laughs> is that my fifth um, favourite Resident Evil game, which I've not put in my notes, but I just remembered how great it is, is Resident Evil Zero because you remember because you um, mentioned the, the GameCube ones. It is a really it's a good to the first Resident game. Yeah, and I actually got a GameCube at the time just to play that. Yeah, I, I actually traded in. I, I owned I've owned about three or four PS2s in my life, but. But my first PS1, I'm uh, a PS2, uh, I part exchange for a GameCube just so I could play the remake of the Resident Evil and get Resident Evil nice. Zero. And I did not, I did not regret, regret that at all mm. because Resident Evil Zero mm. with Carlos, Carlos is, is Rebecca, isn't it? Yeah, Rebecca. Me, me, me in the first yeah. Game. Great. You know, Where great does game. Code Veronica fit in this? Ah, Code Veronica is number six. Number six. Number six. Code Veronica, very good game. But I find that when you get to being Chris Redfield, you're, you're kind of yearning to be Chris, aren't you? You've heard <laughs> very much. Oh, I want to be okay. I want to be. Chris. So I'm kind of, I'm kind of Claire for a bit. You want to be both Redfields, and you get to the Chris bit, and it's dull. I actually find Veronica mm. is really good, but the Chris, the Chris bit doesn't embellish much on yeah. all, no, really. and all you've done on the Claire, and that's what brings, that's what brings Veronica down for me. And then the rest come later. So you've got five, which is weird. Five's okay, but again, Resi in the desert doesn't work. It's Resi in Africa. Resi in the desert doesn't work. Sunny and it doesn't work. It, it's, it's a shooter map. It doesn't work as a survival horror game. Well, no, but so was four was a shooter map. But four still works as a survival horror game. Atmosphere of horror. Yeah. Yeah. So I'd agree with you on that. And yeah. I've, I've got to be honest, I haven't actually played six because it had such poor. Reviews. I've got it. I will lend it to you. Oh yay! <laughs> I, never, I never played it through because it's boring. It's boring. It is boring. So that's not like one of the worst it's, things you can say about there games, is no, it. It's like it's like they've forgotten how to do suspense. Um, suspense. Oh. And Resident Evil Six is there's nothing that makes you want to play it. I think I've got to a bit where you're in a you're in a cabin and there's loads of uh, zombies trying to sort of crash their way through mm. and you're kind of shooting them through the. But it's boring. It's not. Mm. It's like, oh, okay, I'm gonna do this and then run around the streets again. And uh, so it is not great. But I'll lend it to you. So I've still got oh, it. Right. I, w- I was gonna part exit the other day, but I thought they'd give me like fifty p for it. Just, <laughs> just well, keep it. Might as well hold on to it. Um, what is that for the three sixty? Yeah, for the yeah. It doesn't work. On th- I don't think Resident <coughs> Evil, unfortunately, for me, doesn't work on the Xbox three sixty because you've got five. Six. Mm. You've got the Revelations games, which are boring and don't really care about the characters or anything in them. So, yeah, I, I, I disagree a bit on that. Would I've, you like the Revelations? Re- I've not played Revelations two, but I've got Revelations on the three sixty, mm. and I actually liked it because it was a return to survival horror. Yeah, you think that just didn't <laughs> get me. It didn't I liked get me it. You play as Jill on the creepy ghost ship. There's mm. some other sections as well that you play This thing on the ship didn't work for me. Um, no, it didn't work I liked it. After, after 4 and 5 it was a nice kind of return to the style of mm-hmm. not much ammo, mm-hmm. a bit more suspense and atmosphere, what's going on, mm. less uh, action. Mm. So I quite liked it. Yeah, it um, didn't, the, the plot and everything just didn't get me as much. The, the plot is a, magic, a major thing why, why I love Resident Evil 2 so much. Mm. It's yeah. that kind of entwining, dovetailing, lovely plot. Mm. And okay, you can bring that survival horror a bit back for the Revelations games, but it just didn't get me. Didn't get me. But above all of those rubbishy ones, is Resident Evil Seven, of course. Yay! I do like it, but I didn't feel compelled to complete it. When 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 you, you lent it to me the other day, didn't complete it. Didn't feel compelled to didn't to to find out the end of that story. Oh, no. That thing with the family and everything didn't really get me. Oh, deals. But I really if you if you like current gen gaming, I. Yeah. I'm starting to warm to current gen games. <laughs> right. uh, Spoiler alert! <laughs> yeah, and if you've got the VR thing, then yeah. Resi, Evil, Resi Seven is a great accomplishment. Because yeah, it's I mean we won't do a big review of it now. But all I will say, if you're old like us <laughs> and you're a Resident Evil veteran, and you see it and you think, "Ah, oh, it's first person, isn't it? Resident Evil? What the mm. hell?" Give it a go. Mm. There's enough elements of 
classic Resident Evil to make it. And people have said this, and I was skeptical when I heard reviewers on YouTube and stuff say it. But it does feel it has the feel of the old Resident Evil games. Mm. The inventory system, the herbs, the save game, the save room, mm-hmm. and yeah. stuff like that. So yeah, it's a different it's a different viewpoint. But apart from that, it has. A, if you could, if you imagine when you played it, if you imagine it as a third person game. Yeah, it's a return it's a survival to, horror game, isn't you it? You say that you know Revelations is a kind of yeah. return. It's a Resident Evil Seven is You've a proper got return. weird puzzles and mm-hmm. you know who the hell built this. I'm not house. a big fan of the in, in inventory system in it. Uh, the way that you know you got to mash up. Oh, I don't want to get too much oh, of Resident Evil Seven. The way the weapons and fit and things and the slots yeah, and stuff, no, it's clunky. And I think they they could have come up with something a bit better. Than yeah. So hopefully but Resident it, Evil 8 would <laughs> be yeah, better than that. But it's a good game and if you're kind of on the fence because of the change of viewpoint and stuff, try it. Oh yeah, try do it. it. And still play it. I still enjoyed it. Mm. I just wasn't compelled to finish it. I didn't think it was... <laughs> it's going to sound really big-headed. I didn't think, didn't think it was overly worthy of my time during oh, that week. Oh, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> but the, the plot's alright. Um, I'm sure it gets better as you go through. But the, It's good. I, I mean, I, you know, I, I did play it through to the, the end. The flashback and, bits are pretty cool in it and... I, yeah. I, I, I like it. It's but it's um, we'll see if they when when they reduce it back to ten pounds, I'll, I'll go and get it. Again. <laughs> so we sort it. But yeah, I suppose what I'm trying to say is if you had to if you if I had to pick one Resident Evil game to play for the rest of my life, it would be Resident Evil Two. That's fair enough. I think I love the series. I don't love all the games. Like I said, I've not even played six, but there's you know I I like the action of four. And I've enjoyed the change of seven, but I think that the magical era of Resident Evil, I would include just the the, the, the free PlayStation games. Mm-hmm. Yep. So after that, like I enjoy, I like Code Veronica. I've got mm-hmm. it in the Dreamcast. I enjoy it. Um, but that's when I think Resident Evil. I think those first three games, but specifically the first two, really. <laughs> and that was that was the magic. That was the magic. The time. That was it. Go out there and get them, listeners. Do it. What are you waiting for? Thanks for listening to today's podcast we really hope you enjoyed it if you want to get in touch regarding this week's episode or anything else you can tweet us at arcade attack uk at keith barlow 82 and at arcade underscore adriano we're also on facebook at facebook.com slash arcade attack uk please check out our website at arcadeattack.co.uk for lots of retro gaming goodness interviews reviews features top 10 etc and you can also find all our previous podcasts there Our podcasts are available to stream from the website and from SoundCloud and are available to download for free from Stitcher, Podbean and iTunes where you can also leave us a review and a rating which we would really, really appreciate. So until next time, take care and we'll speak to you soon.